Welcome to Power of the Cross Radio Sermons. Up next is a sermon from Pastor Josh Franks. Brother Franks is the pastor of People's Tabernacle Church in Savannah, Tennessee. Now, here is part one of a message titled, The Blood of Christ. Let's give the Lord one more hand clap of praise. I love it because the pastor calls us young people. I love it. I love it. Turn to your neighbor on the left or the right and say, they're young people. Amen. <laughs> now lift your hands towards the heavens and ask for forgiveness for telling a story. Amen. Ah, uh, God bless you. I want you to take just a moment, if you will, take your copy of God's Word if you brought it with you tonight. And uh, we're going to read from the book of Ephesians, chapter number 2. The book of Ephesians, chapter number 2. We'll read just a couple of verses, beginning at verse 11. Wherefore, remember that ye begin in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at that time... You were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope, and without God in the world. Verse 13, listen to this. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were afar off are made nigh, by the blood of Christ. And I want to minister for just a few minutes tonight on those words right there. The blood of Christ. Somebody say that with me. The blood of Christ. Come on, say it out loud. The blood of Christ. Let's pray. Father, I love you and I thank you and I praise you. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity that we have to share your word. And I pray, Lord God, that you would help us now as we surrender to the call, to the will, and to the spirit. And Lord, as we heed now to deliver the message in which should go forth to these people, I pray that it would be anointed. And God, that it would fall not only on the ear, but God also upon the heart. And I'll ask it now in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. And say it one more time. Amen. Now say it like you mean it. Amen. Now, you say amen like that, and I preach a whole lot faster. That was the time for you to say amen real loud. Amen. There we go. Let me ask a question in this room tonight. How many Christians are here? Oh, that's good. That's good. I'm in Mississippi. They use the word dull down here, huh? Ah, how many of you remember the day that Jesus saved your soul? Let me see you wave your hand tonight. I wonder how many in this room maybe would be honest and say that at some point in time in your life, you didn't always live for God. You didn't always follow the word and obey the word. Is there anybody in this room tonight that remembers who you were before Jesus saved you? Amen? I'm sure that all of us in this room, again, I told you 
where I came from and a little bit of my background. I'll tell you more maybe about that in a few moments. But be that as it may, tonight each of us in this room are saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. We are saved through the blood of Jesus. I want us to look quickly while your Bible is still open here at Paul's writings to the Ephesians while he's in a prison cell. And he says in verse 1, And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin, wherein in time past you walked according to the course of the world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Now, I believe again we all could say a hearty amen to that because that was some of us in this room. The truth be told, that was all of us in this room before we came to Jesus. We were the children of disobedience. And among whom also we all had our conversation or our lifestyle in times past in the lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath even as others." We were all born with a sin nature. We were all born because of the fall of Adam and Eve. None of us in this room are perfect. We will never be perfect in the eyes of man. We will always continue to strive to do what is right and pleasing to the sight of God. But because we are justified by our faith and we have been sanctified by the Lord Jesus Christ and are being sanctified... We now are under the righteousness and the perfectionness of the Lord God Almighty. Again, that doesn't make us perfect among man or within ourselves, but in Christ Jesus, He doesn't look at us as sinners. He doesn't look at us as who we used to be, for now we have taken off an old man, we have put on a new man, and Paul would write to the Corinthians that we are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Aren't you glad to be a part of that new creation tonight? <laughs> Verse 4, For it was God who is rich in mercy and has great love, wherewith He loved us. Oh, bless His good name. Even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, for by grace ye are Say, Paul says, I am what I am because of God's grace. We were dead in sin, now because of the gift of God, the gift of the cross, the beautiful plan that God gave through His Son. We now, the Bible says in verse 6, were saved by His grace and is raised up together, and He has made us to sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Let me insert something right there quickly before I move forward. I want you to think and look back in your life to where you used to be and who you used to be and think now of the times that you were in the world, the things that you did of the world as disobedient children under God, slaves to sin, slaves to the father of, of, of this world, Satan, the, the, the God of this world, Satan. And now look at you. You were once at the bottom of the bottom, at the lowest of the low. But now because of the Lord Jesus Christ, you and I are given this wonderful privilege 
privilege that we can set in heavenly places. We can set with the king of all glory, the creator of the universe. Now, I don't know about you tonight, but that sure stirs my soul to know that one day I was a wretched sinner, vile and corrupt, on my way to hell, and Jesus came by my way, and his spirit got a hold of my heart. He knocked upon my door. I felt the conviction power. I surrendered my life to him. I confessed him as the Lord Jesus, and I stand before you tonight, whole, complete, and well in Christ, saved by the precious blood of the Lamb, saved by the grace of God and I'm on my way to heaven and even though the devil don't like it he can get over it amen because Jesus is my Lord and my Savior give him a hand clap of praise tonight he said for in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches as of grace and kindness towards us through Christ Jesus I love verse 8 I've preached this many times, 8, 9, and 10. For by grace are you saved through faith. Somebody shout faith. And it is not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. It is not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk therein. Now we get back to verse number 11. We see now what a wretched, vile sinner. We see now who we were. We see now that it is because of God's grace that we're saved. Can you say amen to that? And it doesn't matter tonight. Here's the good news of this gospel that we preach. This is why we preach what we preach tonight. This is, the, this is why we do what we do. It doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter your past. It doesn't even matter about your yesterday. It doesn't matter whether you walked in this room a Jew or a Gentile. It doesn't matter if you walked in this room rich or poor or black or white tonight. It's God and His wonderful saving grace that can redeem you, cleanse you, and set you free from the bondages of sin and hell. Can somebody shout amen? Now, Satan tonight wants you to think that your life before the Lord Jesus Christ was much greater than the life that you could or are living for Jesus right now. I know how Satan works. If you've been saved any length of time, you know how Satan works. You know the lies that he tells. You know the things and the thoughts that he gets into your mind. The road that he tries to tell you to travel is much easier. It's more carefree. It's not as hard. But how many would agree with me tonight that the worst day that a Christian has in the Lord is a million times better than the best day that Satan could ever give anybody? Can I get a good witness right there? You may be sitting there thinking, well, if I live for this God, there's a whole lot of things that I've got to give up. Listen, the only thing you're going to give up is an old man that had a load of sin full of heartache and guilt and condemnation, and it landed in a dead-end street called a hell. But how many knows in this room tonight what you have given up? You have gained much more. For Jesus said, this life that I will give you is in a life that is full of an abundance 
abundance. It's full of something that your little mind cannot comprehend or imagine. I'm glad tonight for the life that I have in Christ Jesus. And as Rusty Goodman wrote many years ago, I wouldn't take nothing for my journey now. Can somebody say amen? Now, as we look back, as we just take a moment to look back where we were, now we turn the focus on where we're headed. Let me tell you something my Bible teaches me, and Paul would write this in the book of Philippians, that we forget the things which are behind us, and we press forward. We don't serve a God of past tense. We serve a right now God. He's here with us right now. He's with us at this very moment. And he is the same God that he was yesterday, right here, right now, today. And the wonderful thing about this God that we serve is he'll be the same God tomorrow as he is right now. I'm talking about a good Jesus. Can you say amen? Now, if you look at verse number 12, he said, There was that time that you were without Christ. You were aliens from the commonwealth of Israel. You were strangers from the covenants of promise. You had no hope. You were without God in this world. You were separated. You had no, you simply, literally as Paul would write, you had no hope. You, you, you look at, at Paul here as he was talking to these Gentiles and in their former condition, if you will, before the Lord Jesus Christ. And even as we read this and we look back into these verses that I read tonight, it didn't mean literally that God had forsaken them all together. But the issue was that they didn't have the faith or the knowledge of the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and I think that is where many is within the church today I hope tonight that I can help you to understand that just a little bit better I hope tonight that you'll hear this preacher I hope tonight that you'll understand and know before we leave that Jesus Christ can make all the difference in your life that Jesus Christ can turn your life around and while the world around you has a dark view about the future the Lord Jesus Christ has a glorious view of what is to come for the born again believer who will trust in him and live for him. For Jesus Christ was sent to the cross. He atoned the sins of man, sent straight from the God in heaven, the Father in heaven, sacrificed upon an old rugged cross, became the Savior and the Redeemer for all lost humanity. He is the Savior for all sin. Can some Somebody say hallelujah. He is the victorious one who brings us the power over darkness. He is the eternal one, the everlasting father, the first, the last, the beginning and the end. There is no life outside of Jesus. There is no salvation. I'm about to preach myself happy up in here. There is no salvation outside the Lord Jesus Christ tonight. He has come to replace the darkness in your life with his marvelous light. He is sin and the salvation. He is a hell into heaven. He is unrighteousness to righteousness. He is life to death. He 
is Lord of Lords. He is King of all kings tonight. Without him, there is no tomorrow. It's only a Christless grave tonight. But Paul said without God, it is the most horrible. It is the most sour. It is the worst of any all. But hallelujah with the Lamb of God, there is life and it is in Christ Jesus. Give him a hand of praise. Dear listeners of Power of the Cross Radio, we're reaching out to you today with a heartfelt request that can make a world of difference. Our mission to spread hope, faith, and inspiration relies on your generous support. For years, Power of the Cross Radio has been a guiding light, bringing you messages of love, healing, and spiritual growth. But to continue touching lives, we need your help. Your contributions enable us to produce quality content, reach wider audiences, and keep the message of faith alive. Every dollar you offer is an investment in nurturing souls and fostering a community of believers. Join hands with us today. Your offering, whether big or small, holds the power to transform lives. Together, we can ensure that the light of power of the Cross Radio continues to shine brightly. Visit our website at www.cross.radio to make your secure donation. Remember, it's not just a financial contribution, it's a step towards spreading love, hope, and the message of the Cross to those who need it most. Thank you for being a part of this incredible journey. Your support fuels our mission, and together, we can make a profound impact. Now, back to the message. Maybe you're sitting there tonight, and you're thinking, well, that sounds all good, preacher. But my life has never fallen into those things that you speak about. Maybe you feel like your life is unfair. Maybe you feel like your life tonight that God has been unfair. Maybe you're sitting in this room tonight. The truth, of the, uh, the truth of the matter is, and I hope you'll hear me, that God has never once been unfair. He's just been God. Amen? God has never once been unfair. You just got to understand who he is and what he does. And you got to believe him for who he is and what he does. You go back and look at Israel. We can go back to the Old Testament. Israel is a type of the world that we live in today. It really, really is. When you read and study the core of it, they didn't believe in this God. Despite the great revelation that they were given by God every single time. Listen to me. You got to believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Maybe you're in this room tonight and you've not found Jesus as your Lord. Maybe you've not yet surrendered your life to Him. Maybe you're sitting here tonight thinking, but preacher, my problem is just too big. I I feel like Paul, like when he was writing, I am that alien. I am that stranger. And, and, And maybe you're sitting there tonight and you feel like you're in a wilderness without a guide. Or maybe you feel like you're in a stormy sea without a harbor. Maybe you're here tonight and you say, I feel like there's a, I'm in a sickness without a medicine or a physician. Maybe you feel hungry without bread or thirsty without water tonight. Maybe you feel weary from the world that you're living in today and there is no rest. Or maybe you feel like you're dying with no life at all. Can I tell you, if you don't have Jesus, you are dying. And if you don't have Jesus, you don't have a life. That is why we see man today all across this world that are looking for those sinful pleasures to fill the void in their life. They're thinking that they found it when they find the things 
things of the world, but yet they only find themselves with great guilt and shame. And the leading turn to today that men is falling into is the traps of Satan, and Satan is doing his very best because Satan is no fool and he knows that his time is short and Jesus is coming. That's why I'm at Lighthouse Church tonight preaching to you. I came on business for the king. I came in hopes that there was somebody in this room who may not know the Lord Jesus. At one more time, I could present Christ. I could share the glorious gospel. I could present to you what he did at Calvary and that you would hear and that you would surrender and that the Holy Ghost of God would knock upon your door and that you would give your life to him. I hope I could come tonight and maybe you are saved but you're struggling on the journey. I pray that I could come tonight and Ashley could sing some songs and we could just share a little bit more about his goodness and his grace and his mercy to encourage you. Don't give up and don't give out and don't give in. There is a God who loves you unconditionally and he died for you unconditionally and he's coming back for you unconditionally. I'm glad that we have a God and a Jesus that we can serve and live for that loves us and takes care of us. Come on and give him a praise tonight. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, verse 13. He says, Now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were afar off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. The blood. Let me preach right here for just a moment. I want you to know tonight that the blood of Jesus can wash every sin stain away. Do I have any Christians that could say a hearty amen? If you've been saved tonight, you know exactly what I'm preaching. If you've been washed by the blood tonight, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You were there when the bondage was broken. You were there the moment the chains fell off. You were there when the shackles which had you bound loosened you, hallelujah, and turned you loose. I'm talking about the day that Jesus reached way down, pulled you out, and delivered you completely and forevermore. Somebody shout amen. Bless his holy name. I want you to know tonight he can make you a new man. He can make you a new woman. I want you to know tonight in this room, you no longer have to be separated from God. You can come and be in Christ. You can live for Christ. Listen, it is still in 2023, it is still the blood of Jesus Christ that will wash away the sins of man. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Do you really believe it's the blood of Jesus in this room? Do you really believe his blood can cleanse and forgive? His blood brings salvation. His blood brings deliverance. His blood brings freedom out of the bondages. I'm telling you tonight, it is the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ that can cleanse and wash away every sin. 
He can deliver from alcohol. He can deliver from drugs. He can deliver from the lifestyle of homosexuality. He can deliver from whatever bondage that you have tonight. Jesus can deliver. Can you say one more amen? You say, now preacher, you're speaking about something you don't know anything about. Well, maybe I do and maybe I don't. Well, you told us a few minutes ago, preacher, you were a church junkie. You're right. I grew up in the church. Thank God I had a godly mom and a godly dad. They raised me in church. I was born in the church. As a matter of fact, I was born on a Sunday morning. And the following Sunday, seven days later, I was in church. I can count the number of times that we've missed on one hand. I remember one particular time, as a matter of fact, I was still living at home. I was about 19 or 20 years old. And I was laying in bed. And my mama has always told me, son, as long as you're living in my house, you're going to go to church. And I want you to know one Sunday morning, I was laying in bed. The alarm clock went off and I had this bright idea. I'm a grown man. I don't care what mama says. I'm not going to church. Mama came by my door and she said, son, it's time to get up. It's time to go to church. I said, mama, I'm not going to church today. She said, I beg your pardon. I said, I'm not going to church today. She said, son, as long as you live in my house, I don't care if you're 80 years old, you're going to go to church. On Sunday, it's the Lord's day. I rolled over out of that bed. I looked at my mama. I said, Mama, you give me two reasons why I ought to go to church today. She said, well, number one, son, I told you, you live in my house, you're going to go to church. It's the Lord's day. I said, well, give me a second reason why I got to go to church today. She said, because you're the preacher, and if you don't show up, nobody's going to preach. Some days, I don't feel like a Christian. Come on, church. Some days, pastor, I don't feel saved. Some days, I don't want to get out of bed. Some days, my emotion tells me differently. How many knows tonight I'm not saved by my feelings and I'm not saved by my emotions but I'm saved by what I know tonight and what I know is is that one day his spirit come by my way knocked upon my heart's door he came into my heart I confessed him to be my Lord and Savior and he came in and he saved me and he cleansed me and he forgave me and he wrote my name in the Lamb's book of life and I'm saved because I know that I know that I know that I know that Jesus Christ is Lord of my life. Even when I don't see him, he's there. Even when I don't feel him, he's there. Even when my life is turned upside down, he's still right there because he is still Lord of my life regardless of whether I feel it or whether I don't feel it. Being raised on the church pew. Being raised in the church. God gave talents. My mother, dad prayed and God 
used, has used me, continues, given me a wonderful family to be used in ministry together. God gifted me. I don't brag upon myself, but from a young age, I began to preach. Fifteen years old, I began to preach. Began to play the piano at just three and four years of age. And I knew God had called me from just a young boy. But there were times in my life that I wept and I cried and I prayed. And I said, Lord, give these gifts and talents to someone else. I don't want to be a preacher. I don't want to be a singer. I don't want to be a musician. Lord, give it to somebody else. There's a heaviness. There's a load. There's a, a price to pay for the callings of God. But how many knows that the callings of God are without repentance tonight? Say amen. There have been times that I've said, Lord, I didn't ask for this calling. I didn't wake up one morning and said, hey, Lord, I want to be a preacher. Lord, I want to be a singer. Lord, I want to play the piano. Lord, I, I, I didn't wake up and do that. But the Lord did it to me. He woke me up. He called me. And let me tell you something. You can't run from the gifts and the callings of God. You can't hide it. You can't walk away from it. You can't back down from it. With these little gifts and talents that I have, God gave them to me tonight, ladies and gentlemen. It is to God who receives all the glory. And yes, again, there are times I want to give them to others because I know there are some in this room who would give right arms and left arms and right legs and left legs just to be able to have little gifts and the little talents. But let me tell you something with what God has given me. I can honestly stand here before you tonight and tell you this. This what God has birthed. This what God has given. These little gifts, these little talents never once has been in a bar. They've never once been in a, a, a honky-tonk. They've never once been in a nanny. They've never once been in the casinos. These lips have never touched a cigarette. They've never touched liquor. Can I tell you, I'm not condemning those that me in this room that have. My point is this tonight. It don't matter what side of the tracks that you were born on. It still takes the blood of Jesus Christ to wash away every sin. And I still, like all others, have to realize I can't get saved on mama. And I can't get saved on daddy. And I can't get saved on grandma. It still takes the blood for a little boy growing up on the church pew just like it does for a man who's on the street tonight or a woman who's on the street selling her soul. It takes the blood of Jesus Christ to cleanse us and forgive us all from our unrighteousness. Listen, you may be one of those young men or young women tonight who have rolled around in the hog pens of this world. I want to ask you, why do you want to continue to do that? <laughs> when you can come home to the Father, glory to His name. There's food at the table for you. There's a father with his arms wide open for you. There's so much for you in this life that God has promised to give you. And yet you're living a life with no hope. And you're eating the pig skin while the rest of the family is in the house. Eating high on the hog, if you will. I'm encouraging somebody, maybe listen on radio. Maybe somebody in this room tonight. You got to come back home. You got to come back to the father. His arms are wide open. And he's waiting on you to come back to him. Come 
come to Jesus. Let him wash your sins away. I know that prodigal was afar off. All of us at one point in time was afar off. But hallelujah to the Lamb of God, the blood of Jesus. Even though it was shed over 2,000 years ago, it's still washing away the sins of man. Glory to God. Thank you for tuning in to Power of the Cross Radio. We hope these moments of inspiration have stirred your heart and uplifted your soul. Our mission is to share the timeless message of hope, love, and transformation that the cross represents. But we couldn't do this without you, our dedicated listeners. Your support breathes life into our broadcasts, enabling us to reach even more people with this powerful message. As you've experienced firsthand, the words spoken and the music played have the ability to touch lives and bring about positive change. If Power of the Cross Radio has become a source of encouragement and light for you, we kindly ask for your help in sustaining this ministry. Your contributions, whether big or small, make a significant impact in keeping this radio station on the airwaves. By partnering with us, you become part of a community that is spreading love, faith, and healing to all corners of the world. So please, consider supporting us financially, sharing about us with friends and family, and returning to listen. Let's continue this journey together, as we dive deeper into the profound message of the cross and its transformative power. Thank you for your unwavering support, and we look forward to having you right here with us again on Power of the Cross Radio. Remember, your involvement truly makes a difference. And until next time, stay blessed.